Love languages are all about, you know, individuals feeling love. You don't have to understand their love language to give it to them. It's theirs and they're allowed to own it and nobody has to make them feel bad for it. Yeah. And that's allowing each person to be an individual. Hello, everyone. We are Greg and Jackie Francis, and welcome to High Performance Parenting, where our passionate goal is to encourage you to raise champion children in a crazy world. Every week, we will bring you multiple episodes from our extensive experience of raising our six, <laughs> yeah, six, happy, healthy, successful, godly kids who are confidently equipped to win big in life. We deeply believe that any parent who is provided with the right knowledge and continual support can raise amazing kids. And when they do, all of our futures get better. If raising up future generations of absolute champions matters to you as much as it does to us, here's how you can contribute. Like and share this podcast with everyone you know. And together, let's embrace this journey of raising champion kids in a crazy world. Hey guys, welcome back. Hey guys, so we're going to continue this uh Episode going, eight. Going down this process of explaining the five love languages for kids. Today, we're going to talk about the love language that is expressed mm-hmm. through gifts. Yes. You know, this, just to give you a little understanding of this, the gifts love language basically says that I feel loved through the expression of a token that represents that you both know me and you're thinking about me. You know, it says... I'm a student of you. I care about you. I understand you. You know, I've been thinking on, of, out, about you. You know, it's like you go out of town and you come back with a gift. What it says is it wasn't just something simple to a, to a gifts love language person. This says, wow, you know, dad thought that I was with him when I was, a, when even when he was away. You right. know? It's an expression of love. Mm-hmm. It's a physical expression of love that you can hand to somebody who is a gift person and they'll appreciate it as much as somebody who got a hug or felt, you know, loved by words or by a different love language. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes uh, people that don't understand the the love language of gift, they will think, well, are you spoiling your kid or are you giving them too much? Or, you know, why do you always do that for them? Why do you give them all this stuff? And usually the gifts are not of significant, no. expensive um you know, gifts, they're usually small individual personalized tokens that you thought of when you saw them, you wanted to give to this child. Yeah. And they can be anything from stuffed animals to, I mean, our children, we could find a lucky penny, quote unquote, on the ground, and they'd think it was the coolest <laughs> thing. You know, one of our little ones, Eliana, actually has gifts. Yeah. And anytime Greg has a chance to clean out his office, which happens about once every 10 years, um, <laughs> There are lots of little tokens she finds in his office, <laughs> things that the average person would throw out. But if she, he gives it to her, even if he she feels like he personally saved it for her or gave it to her or whatever, she will keep that for as long as possible because it meant so much to her that dad gave him, yeah. gave her something out of his office. Yeah, it can be simple stuff. I can be working on a project or something and there's an extra Allen wrench left over and she's like, can I... Right. You know, Drews does it too, but Drews does it because he's kind of a hoarder. I think he's a hoarder. (laughs) Let's not talk about it. Hoarding is not a love language. That's too much. That's too much. But I will tell you, he's a lot like his dad, where when I need a project done, he goes to his tackle box and he figures that's Greg. He has stuff left over from I think before we were married that he pull out and are like, I got something to fix this with. I'm like, where did you 
What is that yeah, thing? And I say, see, I knew I should have kept it. We often quote it, unquote it. Greg's dad, his name is Stuart. And I'll jokingly call him. I'll go, Stewie, where did you find this stuff? Because his dad is the same exact oh way. Gosh. He yeah. has a garage full of things to yeah. fix anything. He, he's at any never given thrown time. anything away. And he has been the most creative person building anything out of random things. Which is where Drews gets it from. Like we are officially sure so they're think both. It's a, you think it's a generation? Yeah, blessing. they're both hoarders. Yeah. But back to what we're talking about. <laughs> Gifts is what we're talking about. Okay. And I tell Greg, my love language. By the way, for hoarding thing, do you remember? Um, well, I mean, all the lake house uh, we gave, I gave a, there's a section under a big deck we had at our lake house in Wisconsin and it's just picture. It looks like a massive fort. Like, I mean, like a good size fort, probably like 20 feet by 20 feet underneath this deck with slider door on it. And we allowed Ellie and Drew's for this to be their quote unquote workshop. Do you remember that? Yeah. So I, I, I like made this, like, I thought this would be fun, a little fort for them. I would love to fort when I was a kid, but it was completely cleaned out. I took time to clean that whole area out and it was like really nice in there. And I don't know, I didn't even think about it. And I checked back like three months later, they had more stuff than I've saved in my lifetime in there. I don't know if they were taking stuff from the but neighbor they, houses. No. Or what they, they took had. it from your garage and you they, didn't even you notice it was even, gone. You couldn't even walk through there. I don't know where they got all this stuff. Yeah, from your garage. It was actually really fun. Um, they had a ton of fun with it. But they. De- I definitely think you know, gifts is one of those those love languages that, again, if you didn't understand how much it meant to the person, you might kind of blow it off. You know, you might just be like, what's the big deal? Like, you have a beautiful, you know, bike outside or you have, a, you know, nice things in your bedroom or, you know, gosh, I just bought you new clothes last week. Well, and we understand this because Jackie and I are not gifts at we all. Are, yeah. Like, we just, we just aren't. In Unless fact, it's really sparkly and really clear yeah. and it shines really yeah, bright Jackie, on my finger. Jackie's a gift person, but it's expensive stuff. That's for <laughs> sure. Right? I mean, I mean, babe, that stuff, we're investing in me yeah, and in our relationship. Yeah, I've heard that yeah. for 20,000 years. but um, We haven't been married that long. Felt like it. Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We'll Anyways. come back to you next episode. <laughs> so gifts. Now, but Jack and I, because we're not, we're almost so far not that we would almost prefer to never get gifts from anybody. But we do understand like the value in someone honoring yes. you with gifts. You know what I yeah. mean? So that's nice. However, it's not our love language. So it doesn't really ever fill a love need for us. So because of that, we can get kind of lazy about this. Like we, we're we pretty notorious, Jackie and I, for um, forgetting to give gifts in different situations. Or bring them or something. <laughs> we don't. I mean, like, just a funny side note about us. Like, this is just how bad we are about this. Like, when it comes to um, even certain certain things that I need to buy Jackie a gift for, she'll probably decide to either pick it out herself, buy it herself, you know, or whatever. Yeah, but then I wouldn't have to return it. Right. You know what I mean? I already know that I'll but love it. But she wouldn't feel bad about that no, at all. So. No, no. But you would like that I did it, too. For sure. Because it just took a lot off, you know, your back. And I know it doesn't. I know what I know what it does. It doesn't. I know what it does and does not do, right. you know, for you. So. Well, so, but back to this whole thing. On the flip side, sure, if you go crazy and you buy a ton of stuff for your child all the time and they don't see it as a blessing or appreciation or a token of love, it can be too far the other way too. That's one of the things about the love language. You know, you could fill, um, you know, your kid's bedroom or, or closet with everything under the sun, but love is something that somebody wants to receive, they're excited to receive, and they appreciate it. 
you know, love is appreciation also. Um, You know, I appreciate when somebody, you know, does an access service. I'm an access service person, you know, and I'm quality time. So I appreciate it. If I stop appreciating it, the truth is I probably really don't feel like I need it or want it. Right. And so that's how even with gifts, um, when we say Ellie's a gift person, I mean, you can only imagine with as many kids as we have that if you have a special gift token given to you that was unique to you, not everybody got it, that would feel pretty special if you're a gift person. Yeah. And um, yeah, if you're a gift person, you give them an ne- individualized, personalized necklace and they look right. at it every single day. Every time they look at it, they feel loved. Right. They actually feel that love. To, you know, the things to be careful not to do if you have a spouse or a kid that has a gift love language is you don't ever want to be the person that's like that. Oh, yesterday was your birthday. Whoops. Totally forgot. Oh, that would be so heartbreaking. For a gift person. Yeah, that would, would be heartbreaking. You know what I mean? And, or, hey, I was out of town and I was working and, you know, I, no, I didn't get anything. I was so busy. Yeah, I mean, we'll, of we'll course, do that next week. I was just so busy. You know what I mean? And, and they, kind of give an attitude about it. Or they just expect, you expect them to just understand or, that. Or pull the, like, the guy card. Man, I'm just a guy. I don't do gifts. Yeah, that right? would be hurtful. But see, that, that, that stuff would literally create disconnect. Right. Is what it does. It says, what it, what it says to someone, it says, I don't really know you. Mm-hmm. And... And I'm not necessarily thinking about you, you know? And so you have to be really intentional. Like, this is one for us. Right. We have to be pretty intentional. So we but, are yeah. with her. Um, I mean, I'm I'm very aware of what, you know, likes and dislikes are so that when we find something that's special, we can take the time to do And you know her. what? Because we know that Ellie's love language is gifts, it's okay if we're filling her love tank and if all the other kids, because, you know, most times in our house, other kids show up, well, what'd you get? How come, you know, they almost, you can almost hear it. How come I didn't get something? But the reality was it's not their love language. You know what I mean? And so that's part of the thing that we have to, you know, battle. Navigate. Because the last thing we want to do is just, okay, hey, by the way, in order to make it easier in our house, everybody has to receive everything the same way we want to receive it across the board. And it's got to be the exact same. That would be completely unfair to all the different love languages and the way God created each one of our kids individually. Well, and I do know that, you know, one of the ways I know that we're doing things, um, you know, really well in this area is because Allie is just as good at giving gifts. Yep. Like usually my mom and dad, they're just awesome grandparents. Uh, my kids affectionately call them Nana and Baca. And Nana and Baca will take them out to for their birthday lunch usually. Um, for their birthday, they'll go out, have a special lunch, get dressed up, do something special with Nana and Baca. And typically that entails going maybe shopping, especially for the girls. They'll go shopping wherever it is they want to go that day. And Ellie will have so much money to be able to spend. Mom and dad say, this is what you could spend. Pick out what you want. And every time it's her birthday, she not only, you know, of course, picks out something for herself. I mean, yeah. she's a gift person. But she comes home with a gift for every kid, too. Mm-hmm. And she will walk into the door and be super excited about sharing gifts that she so, bought. But how did she learn that? From her siblings. Okay. They did and how it. did they learn it? From us. They but I'm saying we intentionally taught them That's right. You know how to not just receive but to give. And so, of course, it's funneled through. But yeah. I get your point. You know, it'd be easy for Ellie just to receive her gifts, but she also really likes to be able to turn it around and give them to. And that's how I just know that her love tank's full and she understands yeah. the importance of it. So yeah. that's a good one. I love gifts because it's... So you want to move on to access service? Yeah, sure. Let's hit that one. I like access service. This is... Access service is a great... So this is probably Jackie's <laughs> secondary one. She might argue with me about that, thinking it's her first, but I think quality time is your first, ultimately. 
you know, we have the blessing of spending a lot of time together compared to probably most people. If we didn't, it probably would be a little different, but I mean, you know, I mean, just today, right. You want to go grab lunch and you know, you're like, I'm just excited to be with you. I just want to hang out with you. And it's really easy for me with a million things going on to be like, we've been hanging out for like three days straight. Right. But you really wanted some individualized time. It was like, it was a need for your love tank to get filled. And, and I'm glad we did it. It was fun. We had a great lunch and you know, well, and it's so funny because before we even went over this, I mean, what I want, I was like, all right, let's talk some stuff out. Let's, I need you to put your phone down. Yeah. I want to talk about my feelings. Sure. <laughs> That's part of quality time. Yeah. I get to it's talk like, about my feelings. It's like, yeah, it's like, uh, you're telling me your love tank's like half full right now. And, and this I'm, is and I'm you, expecting you, you to engage. Tell me yeah. about your feelings, even if it's not like, if you really were just like, I'm really just hungry today. I don't really feel like talking about feelings. That's like, yeah. again, but I feel the love for both engaged. Yeah. And even on the way there, you know, he was a little distracted with a couple of things. And I'm like, so what's going on? How's it going? And he's like, what's, what, what do you want to talk about? I'm like, I don't know. I just need us both engaged. I need us to both. And I think that's just an example of quality yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. But access then, service is a strong one. And I, I think this one, again, is misunderstood sometimes. I agree. Because many times, um, even in our house, and I think I might be the only access service <laughs> person, and maybe it's just because of who I am. I don't know. Well, on an adult level, just real quick, access service means you do stuff for me that's important to me, right? When you do stuff for me, it means that you think that I'm, I'm important, important. Yeah. right? It, it communicates that you value me because you value what's important to me. You know, and a, a good example just with our life and probably other access service parents out there is, you know, you could walk in after work or after a long day and immediately it's like, all right, whose backpack is on the floor? What Have the dogs been fed yet? Why hasn't the dishwasher been run, et cetera? And anxiety just builds and builds and builds because acts of service people they can almost come across somewhat uptight but it's not necessarily that it's just they're very task oriented and they need help and when you are willing to help and you know basically when you're not helping it sends the signal that i'm in this all by myself right and so then you feel alone and you feel unloved you know what i mean well you feel taken advantage of which means you feel unloved i think you know, in, in all homes too, and kids, majority of times, I think that as families, we're filling most of their needs. You know, as parents, you know, my children don't have to worry about food on the table. As parents, they don't have to worry about clothes on their back. As parents, they don't have to worry about a lot of things, even that gets done in the house. Yes, there's an expectation that they'll help, but ultimately at the end of the day, if they don't do it, who's going to do it? I'm going to do it, right? So I think it's so important to understand that I think there are children out there that likes X service they like when you come in and you do things to help make their life easier whether maybe um, as they get older and they come home from college or whatever you're helping with their laundry or maybe you know dad and mom help make sure that their car is always in tip-top shape when they're 16 <laughs> years old you know and ready yeah. for them or maybe if you're an X service that mom and dad you know took the time to care about organizing certain areas of the house so that you could have your own yeah. space or had meals in your you know, that's an access service. Like how many times helping did- a kid with homework, you know, they need help and they, you know, you take the time to slow down and help serve them that way. That means a lot to them. But I think too, what's neat is again, when you ask for an access service and like for me personally, really nobody else in the house is access service. I'm the only one. So I learned how to communicate so that, you know, 
everybody can help make that happen sometimes. You know, like Greg often says, if he's home with the kids, the call 30 minutes before I'm going to hit the door. <laughs> because what's fact. usually going on? Got, oh, man. Well, I, I mean, it's just, again, it's differences in love tanks. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I mean, I personally could take a nap on a pile of uncompleted tasks. <laughs> you know yes, it, you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's and true. Jackie's like, hey, Wake up. Yeah. Help me out. You know, we're just I wired. can't go to bed we're just without things done. Wired completely different. Completely different. But like if Jackie goes away for sure. It's like it's it's kind of I don't want to call it dad rules, but it's just different. It's like that that whole trying to get everything done and having everything done all the time thing goes away. And so it's just like the house becomes what it is. But then thirty minutes, I'm like, always call me thirty minutes before because then I'm telling you, it's like a bunch of tornadoes around here just scooping stuff up and throwing stuff here and cleaning this and making sure and figuring it out. Because the reality is I could meet you at the door and you get home and I'll be like, hey, honey, good to see you. I missed you. You know, something like that. And what are you going to do? I'm going to walk right around you. You're going to be looking over my shoulder. You're looking over my shoulder like... Is what? that the dishwasher not done yet? Like, yeah, it's nice to see you too, but you're not even looking at me because you want to see what's done in the house. <laughs> right? Uh, it's a fact. <laughs> Greg's a type, we'll walk into the house and the, I literally have eight, well, not eight, I'm sorry, six little humans asking me a question each. So it's at least six questions and some kids have two and he's walking right on by and like, I'm like, did you ask your dad? Go ask your dad. You know what I mean? And it's just so different because you are so good at just kind of like staying in your lane and doing your thing while I'm like, who's gonna, I need some help over yeah, here. We're just wired different. So like in our house, I don't know that we have a kid necessarily that has an acts of service main love language. Maybe it'll come out over time. I think we feel so much. But in. like this is an example too of like in our house, we have to be a team. So we've had to train our kids to make sure that because we know that uncompleted tasks raise anxiety for you, right? Mm-hmm, true. And so there's nothing wrong with that. So just a matter of, okay, whether we would do it or I would do it that way or not, you need it, you know, for your love tank. So then we organize the kids. We're going to have this in order. We're going to do this. We're going to, you know, whatever. There's always kind of a routine before we walk out the doors, a routine yeah. right when we walk in the door. And we've had to teach our kids, hey, this is just how we do things here. Let's have a good attitude about this. Mm-hmm. And and I have to have your back with that. You know what I mean? And and we've even done things over time, probably need to do more of it again, where we would have, you know, like mom appreciation days. Yeah. And a lot of it was letting you go out and do something. But that isn't really what fills your love tank, just going and get your nails done and right, stuff. What right. fills your love tank is when we take care of everything around the house that you don't have to. Right. You know, or, or even if we have a family team night, you know, team meeting night. Yeah. You know, it's not really necessarily um, that it, it's not necessarily that you mind cooking or anything. It's just that it's nice that you don't have to and somebody else takes care of it for the night. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then cleans it up and takes care of it. So then, yeah. yeah and I think some of that, again, goes to show all the differences. You know, um, love languages are all about, you know, individuals feeling love. You don't have to understand their love language to give it to them. Yeah. You don't have to be the one to think it's the coolest one out there or the best love language. It's theirs and they're allowed to own it and nobody has to make them feel bad for it. Yeah. And that's allowing each person to be an individual. Yeah. Right. And I think that's the coolest part about love languages. Well, and it kind of comes back to, okay, what's the core foundation of everything here? The fact is that, you know, you're not just my wife. You're God's daughter. 
Mm-hmm. And these kids are not just our kids. They're his kids. Mm-hmm. And he made them on purpose for a purpose. He made them with their own special, unique things about them. And who are we to try to change them? Who are we to not honor them? You know, right. so in, in a way, if we're not honoring how God individually created each of us and trying to equip and bring the best out of each of us, then we're almost dishonoring him in that act of, of dishonoring his people. So, you know, it's just a, it's a philosophy that you adapt into your house that we have. We're not perfect. Oh, not that no. we have to, I don't feel like we need to keep saying that all the time because nobody's perfect. Everybody already knows that. But, you know, we are trying to really, um, you know, like I said, honor the way that God made each of us because I know he wants us to function at our fullest, most confident, you know, greatest possible way in order to do what he put us on earth to do. Right. And we want each of us to be able to live that healthy life. Yeah. Fully healthy, fully loved, fully appreciated. Um, and, you know, fully feeling like they're allowed to be their own creative self. And whenever we are um, giving love to each of our family members, the way they really would want it received, they perform, live, enjoy life in a, in a better place. And so therefore we all do, right? Therefore we're all more creative. Therefore we're all having more fun. You know, therefore we're all doing wonderful in all aspects of our life. And, um, and that way too, when things do come along that cause an issue or whatnot, what do we do? We stand back on the word and we come back to, okay, how can I help you feel better, you know, is to give you the love yeah. that you need. And um, and I think one of the things about it is always making sure with love languages is not to make anybody embarrassed about them or make them ever to feel uncomfortable. Right. Okay, guys, we'll see you next time. Hey everyone, thanks for listening and thanks for your love and support. We hope that today's episode added tremendous value to you and your family. It would mean so much to us if you would partner with us on our mission of helping parents around the globe raise champion children in this crazy world. To do so, simply take a moment to like and share this podcast with everyone in your network. And we have great news. You get more of us. You can expect new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning. So be sure to consistently tune in with us and enjoy our show. See you next time. Thank you.